Welcome and happy holidays. <laughs> yeah, it's the holiday season here and there and everywhere. It's the holiday season. There and everywhere. And I'm just gonna try to insert a Christmas jingle in every other, uh, every other. Uh huh. Uh huh. Every other partridge in a pear tree. Uh, I'll work on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, uh, happy happy time of the year everybody. Happy time of the year. This comes out on the day that some people call Christmas. Oh, the AC's on. Forgot to do that. Oopsie. Pause. Hold on, <laughs> Hold on everybody. I was like, why does it sound like the building's on fire? That was scary. Is everybody okay? I know. I thought there was an airplane directly over the building. <laughs> but in case you all weren't aware, we have our AC on apparently. Yeah, that's well. It's not even. It's more of a heater probably yeah. at this <laughs> time. Was, that was my next joke. Is that it's very hot where we're at right now in Christmas. Yes. Uh, well, that'll shut off here in a minute, and it'll get better. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, Merry Christmas, everybody. What's uh, it's that? That's what's up. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Did we already do that? I think so. Is it is it really a frugal time of year though? Should we be in? Should it's we... a terribly anti-frugal time of the year. Got it. Got it. So should we should we be saying all of this? Have we already had this well, discussion last year? Actually, I just want to point out that because it has been cold, really, and not hot. Yeah. <laughs> Good, We've good been, conversation, good words. Yeah, Liking it, yes. I'm glad you told me both sides of the options of things to be. Awesome, awesome. Let it You're go. Welcome. Uh-huh. So, because it's been cold outside, baby, it's cold no, outside. Come on, come on. We got to. We have been mall walking a bit. Okay. <laughs> All right. Way to out us. That's fine. And. What? When we go mall walking lately, <laughs> it's been busy as heck. It's been so busy. <laughs> Just what does case. that have to do with anything? Because it's a reminder that Christmas is not frugal. Got it. That's uh, how it all... <laughs> ah! <laughs> okay. Anyway. So we figured as a special episode for Christmas, what did we watch? Christmas movie! Christmas movie. So we actually... We're probably going to do a two-parter for you of Christmas movie. I mean, because here's the deal. The way it all shakes out, this comes out on Christmas, and the next one comes out on New Year's Day. Yeah. So we found a twofer that would be nice and fitting for both, full of good cheer mm-hmm. and happy thoughts and warm feelings for everyone mm-hmm. for this special holiday season. We're actually recording this on the winter solstice. Yeah. I mean, not to out us or anything, but there's so many special things going on right now. <laughs> Freaking me out. <laughs> Finally, that AC. You, t- I, you took forever to get there. You're what probably was... just going to cut all that up. Uh, I don't know. We'll Please see. Please don't. Okay. I'm proud. Well, good. What did we watch? <laughs> well. How long has this intro been? 
not long enough, we oh. watched... <laughs> By the way, there's going to be spoilers for this. Okay. <laughs> One thing I can already spoil for you. <laughs> Go ahead. Come on. Get it there. Come on. You were there. <laughs> Is that this... Yeah, I mean, you really should just get some apple cider. <laughs> Donald, what did we want? A little cinnamon stick. <laughs> We've been on Settle this side down. of the bit for so long. <laughs> Settle yeah. down by the fire. <laughs> and get ready. Strap in. Cozy up with a loved one. Because it's about to get hot. Are you ready for... Well, one more thing. Before we get into the title of the... Fur wait, 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 yeah. Wait, before, Christmas. Before we get into the title... <laughs> Yes. Before you get there, um, this, I'm glad we watched this this time of year. That's all. I just wanted you to know that. So now, what was the title of the movie? Uh, yeah, the Christmas movie. So we're actually watching a show right now. <laughs> this is hurting me. You have to just say it. I'm going to die. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. We're watching a show on Netflix. <laughs> I thought you were going to kill me. You don't understand. Oh, God. Just say the title. Mind Hunter. <laughs> That's what we watched. Misdirection. <laughs> Ow. Oh, don't know her. How do you know her? What? Misdirection. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Cry many. We need to get to we need to get to work. What are we doing? Come on. Okay, so here at the bargain. You know, we haven't even been through this. I'm done. <laughs> I'm Brandon. <laughs> this is the bargain dance. It's your weekly source of financial advice by two people watching movies and disguise deciding whether or not they're frugal. Are they bargain worthy? Yada yada yada. Do they embody what it means to be a frugal movie. To yes. Be in a marching band. What are you doing? <laughs> uh. <laughs> Spreading the Christmas cheer, babe. Obviously. Okay, let's talk about Mindhunter. Okay, so Mindhunter. First things first, it's singular, not plural. Oh I my messed God. that up a lot. Okay, that is okay. That's the craziest place you could possibly start to describe a movie. Here's the thing: the title, it's a one, not a two. Mm-mm, mm-mm. All right, Mindhunter follows the FBI's Special Behavior Science Unit as they begin to understand what it means to profile criminals. Before this FBI unit was uh, founded, they before then they were just like, I don't know why people do what they do, and this unit is trying to figure out to spot these people beforehand or stop them from committing repeated offenses, especially violent offenses. So we've, we're mostly following Holden Ford. Right. Special agent Holden Ford, who is pretty fresh to the FBI. Um, he gets in kind of a really sticky situation and ends up getting moved to teaching at the FBI. Mm-hmm. Um, after a while, another agent, Bill Tench, kind of, I guess, recruits him, you could say. Recruits him to, to start doing road school, which is where they go from the behavioral science unit and teach police officers what they know Mm -hmm. around the country. So one day they're out in some city that I forgot the name of, and... 
Agent Ford decides, hey, we're already here where this serial killer, they don't have that word, but where this multiple killer, Ed Kemper, the co-ed killer. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) They They were in, they were going from town to town. And they were being asked by some police officers to help solve some crimes. And they realized they didn't have any answers either. And they're like, I can't believe this information is just not there. The behavior and maybe who they can profile. And so they're talking. I completely, I'm sorry. I just completely forgot. Precursor to this, um, Ford goes back to college to try to learn more to answer that question. Yeah, It's important. Is it? It, Yeah, it will be. Go ahead. Okay. Well... So, yeah, he's ta- they're talking to police officers, and they're like, well, you should go ask uh, Ed Kemper, who's a serial killer. Um, not Again, they don't have that term, but he's somebody who murdered, like, six people, and it was awful. Very, mm-hmm. very violent, gross crime. And uh, I feel like if we get this granular, this is going to take forever, but... I just wanted to, like, that was a jumping point. Sure. He's a very open serial killer. <laughs> and they, they talk to him, they get some insight, and because of that, begins their journey into understanding what it means to profile criminals. They end up talking to a Dr. Carr at a university, and she decides this is really important work. It's very interesting to her, and um, it all kind of culminates in starting this little side project at the FBI where these three are specifically working on profiling cases of criminals who've committed multiple murders or, like, especially heinous crimes, right? I mean, something like that. Right. Just really odd behavior in criminals. No, I said it a second ago. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Fine! It's okay. (laughs) Working on it. Um, And then it basically follows these characters... um, and the effects that this unit has on their lives as it goes from being a secret to less and less of a secret as time goes on and becomes more commonplace. Of course, while this is going on, everyone has their background stories. So, yeah, it focuses on those lives. Um, Agent Ford has a girlfriend in college working on her doctorate, I believe. Working, yeah, working towards it. And that follows their relationship and, you know, him gathering insight from another perspective into the kind of cases he's working. Yeah, Holden is um, he's a one of those dudes, it's called an insufferable genius is the name of the trope, where he's very uh, methodical, makes him very smart and good at what he does, However, he doesn't really always catch social cues and is more like a facts-based guy than how to operate a company barbecue, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And Meanwhile, Bill Tinch is kind of the opposite. He's right. like the um, the very professional, plays golf, knows, like, knows how to schmooze the boss mm-hmm. kind of. Cop. Knows how to work this system. Yeah. And he's a really good detective, and he's very, very smart. He just keeps his head down, does mm-hmm. his shit. Right. And he knows how to, like, play the the different sides of the FBI against themselves and kind of work it properly. Mm-hmm. He has a wife and an adopted son, Brian. Mm-hmm. And Brian's, like, 
a little bit shut out from him, doesn't let him in very much. He's kind of gradually opening up to Agent Ford about that. The unit solves a couple cases, actually. They get to be, like, put into field use, um, and they kind of start to show some promise. And this kind of, a lot of this goes to Holden's head. And he starts getting more and more kind of aggressive and wanting to have things his way and no other way. And ultimately, that leads to him um, forging evidence and making it incorrect, like the tra- changing the transcript so that he wouldn't get in trouble for saying some deviant words. It's mm-hmm. a good way to describe that. Yeah. And um, he thinks it's ridiculous, walks out of the investigation breaks up with his girlfriend, um, basically just throws everything away. Um, and he ends up, this whole time, the first serial killer they interviewed, Kemper, is writing letters to Holden. And so Holden goes and visits Kemper after he tries to kill himself and has a massive panic attack. Yeah. Kemper has been trying to get Holden's attention, clearly. And, um... Because Holden went and visited him alone, he didn't even tell anyone he was going. He ended up being face-to-face with a big, bulky serial killer. Like, yeah, just how could you not have a panic? I'm just sorry. <laughs> like, why would you put yourself in that situation is what I want to know. Okay. But he has a panic attack. It's pretty awful. That's all, I guess. Why are you doing that? What? You're repeating what I just said. It's because I can't have original thoughts, Brandon. No. That's not it. I just... I, you just broke down what I just described. <laughs> Why would you do that? Because I wanted to add something. <laughs> you could have just said on top of that. I just... This, <laughs> You're silly. Um... And that's where the season kind of ends for that. Yeah, I mean, are we missing anything with Carr? No, I mean she she decides to come work for the FBI and get out get rid of her professor job. Yeah. Uh, anything with Tench? No, uh, they they add. I mean, the team is growing constantly. They add a guy named Greg. Mm, yeah, they add Greg. He's a very um, morality based character. A little bit of a goody two shoes. Yeah. Maybe we can... Is there anything else? I think that covers it. Maybe we can find some goody two-shoes in the uh, clearance aisle. I found a single shoe, but that's the best deal I could get. Two shoes was twice the price. God, oh, man. God, you hit me with those those fast, those curveballs. <laughs> and I'm never ready for them all. You always strike me out. You still think I'm funny. Always. I think, you're the the funniest, I think you're the funniest person I know. Oh, that's very kind. That's very true. <laughs> um, so, Brandon. Was it frugal? Damn it! I was going to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> it's too bad. What? Was it frugal? Too bad. Was it frugal? Um, okay. Uh-huh. Traveling on FBI's dime. Frugal? Frugal. I'd say frugal. Mm-hmm. Um, seemed like they did not pack a lot of, like, lunches and dinners. Not frugal. True. Mm. Well. Well, they're eating out. 
I would say that they always gave stuff to the serial killers. Not frugal. Giving stuff away. Still, though, company's dime. Company's dime. The government's dime. I don't know if they all... Well, yeah, that comes with a bag, because I don't know if they always were able to. Like, when Ford bought the shoes for that one serial killer. Right. The high heels. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he could masturbate into them, yeah. Yeah, it seemed like Mm -hmm. he put them on hold and bought them himself. Like, it was kind of under the radar. Like, he didn't want the government to know he was doing it. Right. So, yeah, I'd say that's not frugal. But... Cheeks. Is it frugal because they got what they wanted? Like, they're making this huge progress in this research, and if they hadn't been able to do that, they wouldn't have gotten to expand their unit. That's true. um, Like an investment... Right. Type of deal. Uh, I think one pair of shoes for a unique and once in a lifetime interview with a serial killer who before wouldn't give you the time of day. Right, but I mean, you know, I mean, I could have maybe I don't know, got them like a smaller pizza sometimes. Yeah, that's true. That's maybe got them, give them like half a pack of cigarettes. And I was also thinking whenever. Like you were saying, it's the government's dime. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. comes out of all of our pockets. Even their own. Even their own. <laughs> Great point. So, burrs, burrs. You know what that means. It's time to have received a text message while we're recording a podcast. <laughs> um, I'll say not... <laughs> Are you cleaning yourself, cat? Why? It's so audible. Stop it. I was... I was... God, you heard it. And you didn't even have the magic ears on. I was wondering if you picked it up. Stop. It just sounds gross. Not frugal. They all wore matching suits. That's got to be expensive. Uh, Were they matching? No, they weren't matching. They just all looked... Either way, they're all wearing, like... Stiff suits, nice clothes, very formal business, like you gotta get it steamed kind of stuff that's not frugal. Unless they got it at a discount. But one scene where we do see Holden shopping Mm -hmm. is with his girlfriend. I don't know. This is also a mixed bag because on the one hand, he seems very reluctant to buy himself things. She's like, oh, get this pair of shoes. It'll look good. You need new pair of shoes. And he's like, the one I have is fine. Um, at the same time, though, they definitely went fancy places, bought stuff that they didn't need. It wasn't like, you need this, let's get it. So, it's a mixed bag. What about Holden's butt? Okay, Holden's butt is always pushed out a little bit. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's going to cause back problems. That's what I was going to say. I think his, he's, I think he's got overly correcting his, his posture. As yes. We, we just both corrected our posture. Yep. Like, mm. But he's, like, as he does it, it causes him to like do that thing that some guys, it was like, you, like your butt goes out a little bit. And he's like, hello. Like, he's like, <laughs> would you like to put your drink here? Like, is what, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what it looks like. So because like butt. when you sit, it's good to have your butt back like that. Right. But when you're just standing and walking around. I agree. It is good to have your butt back like that. Your butt back like that. Butt back like that. But back. back. Oh, we were off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> this is how you know it won't last. <laughs> when you try to rap. 
and it goes so poorly. Oh, hashtag Lord. never was meant to be. <sighs> hashtag divorce in 2020. Oh my god. Why? You're the one who tweeted it. <laughs> no, I did. Ah. What? All right. <sighs> you, 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 get, you get back up here. <laughs> get off the ground. Okay. <laughs> you just threw a fit there on the ground. <laughs> I did. But they don't have to know that. Well, now they do. Well, now they know that you've been recording this whole podcast in a headstand. But that's actually kind of impressive. I just don't know why you're doing it. (laughs) Well, that's really confusing because that would mean that, like, how is my voice appearing the same level as yours? (laughs) Well, I was on the ground throwing a fit and you were doing a headstand. So I was doing a headstand on the table, I guess? No, just a headstand in your chair. Well, then wouldn't my voice be sounding like from a lower distance, like from like my penis region? No, because <laughs> you're you're doing sorry a handstand, oh, not you're... a headstand. I'm so sorry. Okay. I described the wrong <laughs> words, but he's definitely doing a he- a handstand. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually how he always watches the movie when we watch it. That's why I've got such twisted perspectives. <laughs> yeah, that way we both have a different perspective. <laughs> yeah, but but what about Holden's butt, though, right? See, Quite Brandon would notice that because he's upside down when he watches yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Just in case you, the listener, ever wondered our methods. Now you know. Now you know. So this is the first time that we're watching a um, live TV show, and to whatever extent that it may be that it's still active, it's still airing. Like, I assume they're going to make a third season. I don't know if they will or won't, but um, as far as we know, they are. I, I should probably do some research on that. But So... There's a second season. Next week, we'll watch the second season and then decide if it's frugal or not. If they do put out a third season, then we'll have to go and watch that and see if we need to update that. I think that that's how that's going to shake out. I agree. That makes sense. So are we going to decide this week on season one? Mm-mm. No? No. Just presenting some things to keep in mind for next week? I think so, yeah. Okay. Well, I don't want to miss anything then because we'll have a lot of ground to cover next week. Okay. Um, is there anything else that stands out with this week? Did I already say Holden's butt? You did. Um, what about... I will say adoption. Mm-hmm. Frugal. Cheaper than trying to get, like, in vitro fertilization, which they probably didn't have in the 70s, so it wouldn't have been an option, but still. And the state gives you some assistance with that child. Like, if you're going to have a child... You adopt it, and you don't have hospital bills, state helps out, write them off on your taxes, I don't know, it's all good. Not frugal, Dr. Carr left right before she got tenure. Could have gotten tenure. But, what if she's getting paid more at the FBI? I would not be surprised if she was. Yeah, but isn't tenure like a really big thing that you get after you're there for ten years? (laughs) 
I don't understand tenure at all. Oh, yeah. You know what? That's fine. You know what? I don't either. I don't. I, I don't think hey. I ever will. Nope. I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. I have pretended, like, if somebody's, like, I've heard it in movies, I've been like, mm, oh, yeah, 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 tenure. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. I know it's a thing that happens to professors that's, like, a safety thing on a job, like, you yeah. reach tenure and, like, it, it's hard to get fired or something, I guess. Like, you can actually do things then, I guess. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I just have like, pretended to accept, it's kind of like a pension. Like, I, I, I understand pensions a little bit better, <laughs> but, like, there's certain words that I'm just like, I, I get a vague understanding of it. Don't know how it works. Yeah. <laughs> like. It's kind of like, it's never going to apply to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to ever actually put in the effort to understand it fully. Right. And I've been skating by just knowing that it's a safety net. Exactly. Pretty much. Starts with tenure and then, what was the second thing I said? Pension. Pension. And then a little bit more, I understand, like, mortgages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's I like kinda, we have one, so I, I kind of get, get it. it but... <laughs> um, Yes. I don't know what tenure is, but it's a big deal. You know, speaking of that, though, um, Mm -hmm. mortgages and things. Yeah. Holden is renting... A one-bed, one-bath apartment? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I was going to say it looked very nice, but... Might own it. It might be a condo. We don't know. It might be, yeah. We don't have that So I guess we don't know enough yet. Mm -hmm. I just know that, like, what I've seen so far, it seems fancy. I think Holden only owns two suits, and that's all he wears. That's frugal. Frugal. And I think you're right. Mm Mm-hmm. No, I'm Brandon. (laughs) Hey. Ha-ha. Um, okay. They, They go out to bars... This is actually a major plot point. It's what made Ed Kemper start reaching out to Holden. Mm-hmm. After they solved a local case, they celebrated at a bar with a couple of the local cops. And Holden had a little too much to drink and told them a little too much. Mm-hmm. And an article came out that was very ill-timed and Basically. ill-worded because they, they didn't know that that was going to happen. I just tried to erase stuff on the dry erase board, and I cut the eraser cut on the edge, and it hurt my teeth very oh, badly. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's okay. I think it's time to thank some people. Anyway, I, all that was just to say that um, drinking at bars in general is not oh. frugal, but then especially divulging sensitive information, you know, like... Putting yourself in that situation, that right. almost screwed the whole thing. That was not frugal. Not frugal. Holden. All right. I do want to thank some people. First and foremost, thank you for listening. We appreciate you tuning in. Uh, tell a friend about us, and then that way you can talk with them about this week's episode and be like, oh my god, can you believe after all these years it's finally been revealed that Brandon's always doing a headstand or a handstand? I still don't know which one. I need to look <laughs> at my head and look at my hands and which one that's Yeah, but the me. listener doesn't know because I was never clear about it. Oh, you're still the listener. Yes. Anyway, I also want to thank Sarah Anastasia for our cover art and the Lounge Kittens for our little song. It's theirs. It's their cover of Dirty Deeds. <laughs> and you can find links to um, Sarah Anastasia and the Lounge Kittens in our episode description. 
I also want to thank Anchor for hosting our podcast. You can actually support us on Anchor uh, monetarily. And also, if you don't want to support us monetarily, but you do want to support us, and for whatever reason, either you haven't told your friend or... I'll cut to the chase. I'm sorry. Uh, You could go to iTunes and give us a rating and review, and we'll read your review on the podcast, and you'll be famous, and you can be the next bargainer. Yes, you can be the next bargainer, just like this week's bargainer. I didn't forget to look it up while I wrote my whiteboard statement. Oh, hey, my alarm's going off to remind me to record the bargain din. Hey! That's what was vibrating. Um, Who is the bargainer? Do you want to sing the Who is the Bargainer song? I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. That's, you're singing Christmas oh. songs and not the bargain. Did, what do you, why would you, you, you said instead of yes and I will improv that. You said yes and I will do something completely different. It's crazy with the cheese whiz again. Congratulations, Crazy with the Cheese Whiz. Happy holidays to everybody. Get ready for next week where we're going to have our New Year's special. Yes, we'll have our New Year's special, and it's going to be very special. You guys will never guess what we're doing next week, even though we've already said it. Um, (laughs) My name is Brandon. My name's Donna. Pinch those pennies. And stay frugal. Banana Boat Sunday is my weekly... Snuff supply hashtag grizzly gang. <laughs> good one. It's a real good one. That was a lot. That was a lot. You were so good off guard. I got you. <laughs> I'm glad you like that. Yeah, me, me too. I think this is the trend. Alright, goodbye. If you got a lady and you want her gone, but you ain't got